Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So, you've all stopped queuing up for petrol. You've managed to get through the first week of October because now it's time for something different. It's time for Plank of the Week. And I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by two talk radio legends. One, Dawn Neeson, uh, wearing a very fetching red jacket. And uh, Christo, uh, also a legend of talk radio, wearing a very fetching blue jacket. Thank you. So why don't we come to you first, Christo, with your first nomination for Plank of the Week. Can we start with John Barrowman? We can. Because Mm. who knew that in the workplace, Mm. trying to lighten the mood by taking out your penis and showing it to people, apparently... Not appropriate. Well, I would have thought that's pretty obvious, isn't it? Well, I would have thought so, too. I mean, even before Me Too. But the gays, you see, can get away with a little bit more. Mm. You know, that's why you can get away with a little bit more innuendo. Really? You can get away with perhaps being a little bit more risque. Mm. You can get away with flirting a little bit more. However, I do feel that there is a line. Yes. And I feel that perhaps getting your penis out is over. (laughs) Over that line. You're just going to keep saying that now. What? What, Penis? Yes. Penis. See, that's now the fourth time you've said it. I think that's enough. He used to call his naughty bits. See, I didn't use the the P word. See? The boys. The boys? The boys. And he used to get... He wasn't them the girls, Yeah, and when he he started... He's only got one. But the boys, I mean, I, look, I don't make it up. No, there are three parts, are there? aren't there? I mean, I well, don't ask me, I don't there's know. There's a chipolata and there's two very small Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Meat to two Well, not yeah. that small from what um, I any case, yeah, and so he actually wrote about this in his autobiography. So he's very upfront about it. He doesn't think he's done anything wrong. Well, so ever. what's happened exactly? So he's been let go or he's resigned. He's been sacked from TV's Dancing right. on Ice. Let but go. He was hired after he'd written that in his book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they that knew was... that that's what he did. But maybe they told him maybe not to do it. Maybe they read the book. Or maybe they told him not it to was, do it. It was revealed in a, well, basically, someone found an online clip when all the Noel Clark revelations mm. yes. started to emerge. Someone found an online clip of Noel Clark talking at a Doctor Who convention ah. about how John Barrowman, whilst filming, because he was, of course, in Torchwood, right. he used to, in not order to. Wood, l- not Touchwood, Torchwood. Not Touchwood. Touchwood, that's something else. <laughs> uh, you are, you can tell your tabloid training. Um, he used to, when things got a bit tense on set, oh, yeah. when people were feeling a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit tired or bit angsty, a bit stiff maybe, he would try and lighten the mood by opening up his fly and taking out little well, John Why would Barrowman. anybody ever think that's a good idea? But you know, I'm sorry. You know, I just don't, I mean, maybe I don't understand the showbiz world. But he didn't, he didn't just get it out right. He used to slap it on the yeah. table next to you. Or put it on someone's shoulder. I know, yeah. Put it on someone's shoulder yeah. without them realising. Yeah. So they think, oh, what's that? Would have, uh, Ooh, to that I just, yeah, no. Oh, but yeah. that's awful. 
isn't it? Well, but he, well yes, I mean, it's it not, is. I mean, I don't understand how anyone would ever think that was funny. I mean, his argument Sorry. is, look, I never meant it in a sexual way whatsoever. Oh, well, that's all right. It then. was just to lighten the mood. Huh? I realise it was inappropriate. He says he regrets it. But I would still nominate him for some plankery for that because yeah, you're quite right. Why do you need to be told mm. in retrospect that... It's not appropriate and he must to get have had, out those parts. You would think, in the business that we are all in, that he must have had somebody have a conversation with him to say, you know that thing that you do... But it's quite, you it's know, quite tricky, isn't it? And I think there is a point, like, if a tricky. heterosexual man did it... I said tricky, nothing else. Tricky? I think, yes. What, you mean to tell him not to do it? Uh, well, no, no, but if a heterosexual man did it, then women on set would go, oh, for God's sakes, and then complain right. about it. But if it's a gay man, it does mm. Well, then that's double standards, isn't it? You get yeah, away with it. Is. Double standards. Double standards, I, hate that. I, know. I mean, uh, all I'm saying now is that it's lucky we've got this desk. Yeah, well, certainly, it certainly is. And I'm mm. very glad that you mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, who's your first nominee? I don't know where to go. Can it be somebody, that, right? it be somebody who doesn't expose themselves? Right, OK, my first nominee is going <laughs> so to be... Homophobia, actually, if you're a, stopping me. There is Sorry, a seamless on. link here. It's going to be Keir Starmer. Oh, yes. Yeah, you can Ooh. insert your own jokes there. Yep. You know where I'm going with this one. Right, this is a man who is getting to be under woke joke, isn't he, by saying James Bond, film's brilliant, by the way, yeah. love it, um, should be a woman. Yeah, okay. why did he say that? He wasn't even asked. I mean, Barbara Broccoli even said it's yeah, never going to be a but woman. He wasn't even James asked. James Bond Mike. is not a woman. He just came out with it to get brownie points about being virtue signaling. Yeah. In any case, the problem is he doesn't actually know what a woman is. No, because there can't is a connection one. here, isn't it? Because you've got a man who keeps revealing his private parts. Yes. John Barrowman, right. and you've got Keir Starmer, who seems to be confused about private Exactly, parts. yeah. Oh, I mean, he just, he just thinks we're a mess of cervixes and vaginas. Well, he can't apparently make that decision no. because, one, he's not a woman, clearly, mm. or they could be mm-hmm. um, if he wanted to be mm-hmm. under his rules. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he feels comfortable uh, declaring in front of his comrades, particularly those who believe oh, that left, anyone can be yeah. a woman, uh, that he mm. can say what a woman is. Mm. Well, he wasn't even asked. No, he wasn't. I mean, was he? They the didn't problem. say, do you think James but he's already he's also set... Well, from the James Bond thing, uh, he's also said, has he not, that it's wrong to say that uh, women have cervixes. Yeah. Well, it's not, is it? No, wrong. no, no, it's biologically so, a fact. It's actually have not cervixes. wrong. So, okay. But we I can't believe that Andrew Marr didn't follow up the question with, well, what part of that is wrong? Not, yeah, I mean, do they not actually really understand how to like... do journalism? No, no, well, they're not like us. Because I think really I would have said, well, excuse me, Sir Keir, but what exactly is wrong with that statement? Yeah, and, and no-one followed it up on it because everyone accepts it now and sort of like women are being shut up and apart from me, obviously. Um, and so to shut up. Um, any case, so... And then this yeah, not women being shut up. <laughs> she, can barely, she can barely get a word in just to interrupt herself. Top, and this was on top of his 1,000-word navel-gazing thesis about what Labour are about. What about the 90-minute speech? The 90-minute... You know, I've been... Oh, my God. I mean, God. this it week we a, watched... Um, match. We watched Rishi Sunak and Priti Patel both... Um, do a speech in about 20 minutes. Short and sweet. Which is fine. That's all you need, right? Well, given Who's going to do 90 thought? minutes of Keir Starmer? Was there any content in the speech that might outline how Labour might get elected? No, no, no. No, yeah, no, 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 there was, there was, it basically it was... But he mentioned the NHS a few times. Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, and he mentioned That's his That's his religious belief. And he mentioned yes. his dad made tools. Yeah. Well, not wrong there. Example, boom, boom. You made that joke about Boris Johnson. I know that. I know, which was um, really lame, wasn't it? Oh, it's, it's just. It's like two things you know no. about politicians: don't make jokes no. and don't start talking about football. No. Even though in Keir Starmer's case, he, he actually knows a bit about yeah. football. Was it women's football? No, no, no. no, no there no, is no, no well, such thing. He doesn't know what women are. It's just don't football. Be silly. You can't call it women's football. No. It's just football. What if you're a trans man with the cervix? Oh. Well, then you're a woman, aren't you? Well, you're a trans man. I think it's okay to say a trans man has a cervix, as long as you don't disinclude women from having yeah, a cervix. Yeah, women 
And and men. Is that overly woke, woke now? Am I going to get blamed probably. for being woke? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you can't. Well, can't you you can't are Keir Starmer, actually, really. We've seen you in the room it's at the, the same time, jacket. have we? It's the blue jacket. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he just manages somehow, does he not, to, to take just, everything. He's just scared of his own shadow, isn't he? Just, you know? When he has a chance at Prime Minister's questions, when you used to watch him yeah. before the crowds came back, when he looked like he actually had a chance to make a point, and then he wouldn't make it. No, no, no. He has an open goal the whole time with this lot, doesn't he? And he just constantly mm. boots the ball, to use that football analogy. There you what go. What happened to Rose The problem that we have is we've got a Prime Minister who has every single opinion going because he doesn't believe in anything. No. And we've got a well, little bit of that, but I think he does believe no, in something. No, I don't. He I believes, think he believes in whatever is the person in front of him saying. Well, I think he, does, you think he believes in this green rubbish. I think he believes in that as well. Well, I think only because the yeah, people around him are telling him to. to. Well, no, he I mean, was like that when he was mayor of London. Don't forget, he was the one that brought the bikes in. Oh, yeah, that's I true. I mean, people say he was never like this before, but he actually was quite green well, that, when he was he, mayor of London. You've got yeah. Keir Starmer, who is afraid to have an opinion because he's trying to... Sit on the fence. He's mm. got splinters in his backside. Well, he's not trying to agree with everybody else. He's in the also Labour Party. completely uncharismatic. He is so dull. If you're stuck in a lift with him, you would well, pray this for is the why, cable to break. This is why he's a perfect plank. It's right. Because he sits on the fence. He is wooden. He is yeah. indeed. There you go. And the best part of his speech was the heckling. And you kind of go, yeah. well, if that's the best of it, you're in a bit of trouble. I know. I know. You know. But yeah, he's not. And the when only... he t- another thing I love was when, the they, when they pa- when they panned across to the to the sort of the audience and they were all just sitting there like. I know. But they had little red cards, which was quite cute, wasn't it? It was like, no, red yeah. card. Oh, or... there was that Corbyn lady. She was the heckler. Apparently, one she? of them, I think she, she was the one. Brother, she, she was the one that was from Big Brother. Yeah, somebody yeah, told me yeah. that. Big Brother 8 or something. I don't You're know. You're getting heckled by someone from Big Brother. I know. I mean, how bad. That isn't good. Of all the reality shows, could have been Love Island. But at least it wasn't John Barry, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Waving at him from the back, uh, oh, back row. No, no, no. no. He'd, have been up on, <laughs> he'd have been up on the podium with it slammed down there. Well, that would have made life a bit more interesting. On his shoulder, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Just to lighten the mood. A bit. We're not yeah. getting away from the I feel people, the hand of history on my shoulder. Remember when Tony Blair said that? No, it's not a hand. It's not a hand. Anyway, that's enough about that. Uh, I'm going to nominate um, Insulate Britain for the first uh, How plank. How could you? Because, uh, do you know they've now said sorry, by the way? Mm. Today, I think they've been roughed up yesterday by, I think they were a bit shocked by what happened on Wandsworth Bridge when they were all dragged out of the way. These were um, British builders. I love British I builders. I love them. And also... Dragging them and not yeah. doing it kindly no, as well. No, no. But also, also, also pa- paramedics as well, <laughs> yeah. who were from an ambulance pulling them out of the just way. Just dragging yeah. them. And suddenly now they've decided to apologise, which proves one thing, that the only thing these people understand is a bit of brute force. And actually, they're probably now a bit worried about coming back to London. And somebody sent me a great uh, text yesterday when they were outside the Blackwall Tunnel. Somebody just went, they're in Millwall territory now. Yeah. I think they better be yeah. a bit careful yeah. because you don't go to Millwall territory no. and uh, not, get not that very we're advocating easily. violence in any no, way, shape, but, or form because that would be wrong. Notice, that would be wrong. Though, they could have gone and done all of this around the Conservative Party conference, actually yep. around the decision yeah. making. Didn't go anywhere near there. No. Didn't no. go anywhere near no. where it was heavily policed. No. Decided to well, that's because they all live around. That's because they all London. live around the M25, isn't it? Oh, totally. Well, Tarquin yeah, needed to come. Counties. Tarquin needed to come from the, uh, the lovely house in mm. Wandsworth that he shares. With now you had family. a run-in with some of these characters. I won't have them on, but you've had them on. Uh, I had uh, Liam Norton on. Oh yes, and he. Oh, I had a run-in. He's with the him one all. that you had storm off yeah, the GMT. Yeah, I make men storm out. Yeah, well. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm barely here <laughs> myself. But he... Mr Neeson, I disagree with you there. I He's still <laughs> hanging about after all those years. Yeah, I know. But I thought it was a perfectly legitimate question <laughs> to ask him. 
if you did get everything you wanted, what actual contribution would that make to the world's CO2? Yeah. And the response was, I am like a 1930s Nazi sympathiser. Yes. Which yeah. seemed perfectly reasonable Yeah, and the pizza of Hitler. And the pizza of it, Hitler. Yes. Um, and of course, the one I'd spoken to the week before, Steve Gower, right. he was the one that was saying that one of the reasons that he volunteers and protests and spends most of his time doing that is because since 2001, he's had real trouble paying his heating bills really? and paying for the one-bedroom flat he shares with his son. And I made the perfectly reasonable suggestion Well, lots of people maybe, have trouble paying for their heating bills. Yeah, but he should get a job. Right. Get maybe a job. he should actually get a job. He's not worked right. school, for 20 years. Really? So, of course, he can't pay his heating <laughs> bills because he's not had a job for 20 years. I know. But this is the trouble. Most of these people either seem to be rather well-off retirees, because mm. I saw one being interviewed by Julia the other day, in a beautiful, lovely kitchen. Oh, yeah. Which looked like one of those, sort of, yeah. you know, to the manor born uh-huh. type houses. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or they're unemployed and they're on benefits. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, it's they're they're the only, and they don't work at the weekend, which is my thing. I always say, I don't know why they don't work on Saturday and Sunday. No, I I know, and they didn't work this morning because it was raining as well. Yes. It was raining really hard like this morning. So, but it's you know what with this, like it's the hypocrisy as well. It's the fact that at least three of them, and it's very easy to find out who's got a good insulated home. At least three of them don't, yeah. and I'm sure there's a lot more if I bother. But you also around. you can't insulate every home in Britain well, anyway. You can't. Great two listed builders try yeah. listing, uh, try uh, insulating one. You can't. It's, it's an odd thing, insulation. I mean, also, it's the dullest thing I've heard. I mean, I've yeah. been around a long time. You to a lesser extent. You to a lesser extent. I've never heard of this organisation before, you know, what, three weeks well, ago? Mm. Insulate Britain, really? A splinter Group, apparently, from Extinction well, that Rebellion. crazy bloke from Roger Extinction Hallam. Rebellion, Roger Hallam, yeah. Yeah, I was going to nominate him, but obviously Mike's in charge, allegedly. Well, so he nicked the whole thing. there's nothing wrong with mentioning him alongside no, him. He is actually in Insulate Britain. If you stop interrupting, I'm going to mention well, him, Well, okay? I'm just trying to shut you down. No, don't do that. Well, woman, you can't. OK, then. I have a cervix, do you? OK? Yeah. Don't show me. I do. Honestly, Keir. Um, right, OK. Don't so, quite what... lighten the mood by getting it out. Don't you <laughs> Mrs Barrowman. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't go there. Anyway, so Roger Hallam, who is the founder of Extinction yes. Rebellion, is too nutty for them This now. is a guy who's, who, who was thrown out of Extinction too, Rebellion yeah, for being hardcore. too extreme. So he went right? on to form Insult Britain. See what I did there? Oh, very clever, good. Clever. In, yeah. Insulate Britain. But he can't spell, I know, I know. so it came out wrong. Exactly. He spent a lot of time on psychotherapy. Tropic drugs, I understand. Yeah, well, he well. he oh. he is a fouled organic farmer. He's got a big spread um, down in Wales, which isn't insulated. Oh dear! Thought. What does he grow? I, I, I dread to think. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to go down that particular <laughs> avenue. Mushrooms. But he is also the one that. Let's not forget the split came from Extinction Rebellion when he dismissed the Holocaust as just another mess up, I'm not using his exact uh, word, in human history. Right, which is a bit odd given that your guy also now mentions the Holocaust. They're a bit obsessed, yeah. um, they seem a bit obsessed about And the let's not Nazis. forget as well, Gail Bradbrook, who I interviewed from Extinction Rebellion, one of the founders, oh, yeah. she had gone oh, on yes, a 10,000 mile oh, trip also taking, to take psychedelics. Yeah. This is the woman with the, uh, the diesel, with the diesel car, car. Mm. she yes. can't afford mm. an electric one. Yeah. And she mm. doesn't want... She needs to I take mean, her children places. It's just ridiculous. It's like there are some scenarios where a car is needed, isn't and, it? I know. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing. Yeah, I know. and there's the other bird, um, the blonde one, whose name I've probably forgotten, but... The one who takes her shirt off. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. does everything topless because it's getting publicity for the cause. Right. She's got plastic boobs. Has she? Oh. Yeah. Blimey. I've never even really looked at them. Are they insulated? They're well um, insulated, love. Yeah, you could use them for that, I suppose. Yeah, um, she could use them as floats if she yeah, was going to stink anyway. Yeah, I mean, it just, it's just... But I presume... I, I really do think that they've now actually realised that not only... Because they used to say, well, we don't, we know that people are not happy with us, but we don't mind because it's a very important cause. We're saving the lives of millions of people. <sighs> I think they're now seeing the chance of them getting a bit of a shooing. 
Uh, and I think they don't fancy it anymore. Yeah, I think that's... Well, if you, you if know... they've apologised now, and, and this guy, the founder... Uh, was a refusing to apologise before, saying if someone died in an ambulance, it would be fair enough. Perhaps they're starting to realise the public aren't with them. Well, that's what, on a serious note, because I can do serious, um, that's why I want to nominate him today, because he actually gave an interview yesterday after they blockaded right. uh, Blackwall Tunnel yeah. and Wandsworth Bridge, wasn't it? Yeah. After they blockaded those, I dragged off from Wandsworth, and there was that poor woman who was trying to get her hospital for with her 81-year-old mum, and they blocked her, and she was begging Mike. She was I in saw tears that. and I know, I know. And it was heartbreaking stuff. And Roger Hallam was questioned on this, you know, would you actually stop an emergency ambulance with a dying person in it from getting to hospital? And he goes, I wouldn't move. I would stand in the way. I know. And I just They're thought, fanatics, aren't they? I mean, they, this they is their are, apology, right? This is from your mate Liam Norton. Insulate Britain wishes to profoundly apologise for the disruption caused over the past three weeks. We cannot imagine undertaking such acts in normal circumstances, but we believe that the reality of our situation has to be faced. Oh, so he's now the Nazi sympathiser. Well, apparently so. The collapse of <laughs> the, the climate is happening around us. We face economic chaos and the breakdown of law and order in a matter of years. These are the people breaking the law. Yeah. I and mean, it's, and it's, it's like just that. ridiculous. Has he even got an insulated house? No. By the way, what does he do? By the way, what's what's his claim to fame? He's, he's a he's an electrician. <laughs> Couldn't make that one up, could you? <laughs> it's just incredible, isn't it? I, I, so honestly, he actually makes his money off electricity, yeah. which apparently we're no, using too much. Oh, oh my don't, god! Don't, don't mention that. No, no, no. Right. Deary me. Right, number two for you. All uh, oh, right. Well, actually, this follows on quite nicely Ooh. because Sadiq Khan, that of course, supports a lot of these absolute ecomaniacs. He's pledged his support for Extinction Rebellion in the past. I want to nominate him for a different reason this week. And, uh, well, the first reason is because of the fact that, obviously, we've had this fuel crisis. Mm. And I don't know if you saw... He loves to piggyback off the back of any single cause. Oh, he does. And take credit for absolutely everything. Yes. I mean, you know, my favourite one, which is not related to this, was when he took credit for, I think, Anthony Joshua having won one of his fights, saying, <laughs> you know, you're a London boy, even though Anthony Joshua is from Watford, whereas previously he said that they couldn't extend the Met line in Watford because it wasn't part of London. So he also know, he adopted really... that tennis player. The little oh, tennis player who's from Bromley and Kent. Bromley and Kent. Kent. And via Emma Canada Radicani. and China yeah. and Romania. Yeah, proud London. He will yeah. literally take credit for anything. He is now taking credit because he's saying that because he asked for the army to be brought in for the fuel tankers, mm. um, he is now the person that has but got that But he didn't ask for the fuel tankers to be brought didn't. in. He just makes this stuff up right. and takes credit. I requested that the sun came up this morning, mm. and it did. Right, there you so, go. <laughs> Thank totally God for your request being I honoured. I really <laughs> am <laughs> amazing. Christo, it was raining really heavily. I requested the rain. I said okay, I wanted yeah, the sun I, I, for a bit, okay. then Actually, I requested the rain. Actually, it was sunny when I came in. I don't know well, what time you were up. that's your natural well, sunny personality. Well, you were up at like four o'clock in the morning or something Yeah, well, I get up at the crack of dawn. That's what yeah. I did there. Just for you. Well, you didn't need to do that much prep, I can promise you. So far, it doesn't prove you've done much. You know what <sighs> I mean? very rude. I yes. don't know. I'm still thinking about the crack of dawn and I'm... <laughs> yeah. You just can't help yourself. You don't want to go there. You don't want to go there, But let's not forget Sadiq Khan's hypocrisy when it comes to his eco-credentials. Now, there was an interesting revelation from him at the Labour Party conference, Mm. which, of course, is unforgivable. He's spoken about the racial abuse that he suffered, the fact that he's had death threats from people and the like. That is obviously unforgivable. But at no 
time have I ever heard of racism equaling a five-litre Range Rover. Mm. If you need to be protected, yes. you can be protected in an electric car. You, you can be protected by having your service officers around you while you're on a bicycle. Yes. I never knew that racism equated to a five-litre Range Rover. No. Who knew? I think it's bulletproof as well, isn't it? Is it? I think it might be. Um, well, why do they need three of them? I mean, he's got all those other well, SUVs. Well, remember when he went for a walk with his dogs the other saying, day? This is the five and he was followed around by two people in Jaguars. Yeah. I think one was in a yeah. Volvo. Um, and he was walking his dog three and a half miles away from where he lives. Can protection four, officers... Four miles, come on. Four miles, Give sorry. the blokes some credit. That's a Can protection officers way. not go in a Prius? Uh, apparently not, no. Apparently not. And no. this is the point. So I just cannot stand that man's hypocrisy. I can't stand the fact that he won't talk to us as well. He'll no. talk to every other media. Mm. Do you know he started sharing BBC London news reports really? now? Because they're so toothless that they don't ask him any kind of controversial right. question. They just agree with everything he does. When you have a, a media... Also, they treat him as if he's a sort of king of London. Like he's a messiah. Like he's like some kind of, you know, figure of, 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 of absolute power who must be sort of, you know, genuflected to yeah, all Yeah, they times. never ask him a controversial question. No. They never ask him anything that is going to make him look bad to the point where you have, as I said, a leading politician just sharing it as a promotional piece of footage yeah. and I think that's such a failure of journalism Yes, and that's why I'd like to nominate Well I, I'm rather proud of the fact that he won't speak to us because it means we must be doing something right Yeah absolutely To be honest Yeah, Because uh, that he's frightened he's mm -hmm. frightened to come here because he knows that we would ask him mm -hmm. a lot of difficult questions The other thing that I find amazing about him is that he was up at Labour Party conference with uh, Angela Rayner wasn't he doing Ooh, some kind of um, scum, doing, scum. doing some kind of you know DJing or something like that and, and, and making a speech but not one mask to be seen Right, you know he's always saying, "Oh yeah, might wear a mask on the tube." He wanted to criminalise. He wanted that. to make it a crime, a crime not to wear a mask. And he's up there in a nightclub with a load of people shouting, singing, without Did he a show mask. a vaccine passport to get into that. I nightclub? don't know. Very oh. much doubt it. Though. What on earth did he play as a DJ? Well, I mean, I'm not sure if he you? was actually the DJ, but he was standing with the DJ oh. where the DJ. Oh, of course, the he's decks, getting a photo. We do yeah. That, yeah. He sent a tweet so the next day cool. saying, "I held an amazing party. I DJ." Andy Burnham was, was the same. I mean, Andy Burnham was at the Mirror Party, singing his heart out with Angela Rayner and a couple of other people. Uh, don't look back in anger. Again, no mask. This is the guy that was quoted as saying mm. just the other day, in every sort of confined area inside, mm. you should wear a mask. Yeah. He's again in a nightclub singing karaoke face to face with somebody, no mask. But a lot I'm of... quite happy for him to do that, by the way. But it's a hypocrisy. It's hypocrisy. Night. A, it's a lot hypocrisy. of people think that Sadiq Khan was at that conference giving the speech as a bid to one day be our Prime Minister. No, oh, no, no he's got absolute no, no, ambition no, no, no. to be the next leader of the no, Labour Party. No. And given that Keir Starmer is the current leader of the party, he's almost likely he's, he's to happen, to, isn't He's got to get through Angela Rayner He's got to get past Angela Rayner, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that doesn't look like a Well, maybe he could nip in when she's out having a fag. <laughs> Yeah. You know, out smoking. Yeah. You know, you're worried about your health and the pressure and on the that, NHS. Yeah, yeah. Pressure on the NHS, you carry on with the 20 yeah. Bensons. Yeah, though. yeah, you're having a fang. Uh, you, you know it is Bensons as well. Yeah, probably. Benson's. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, or maybe Embassy. Two at a time. They're I don't even enough. know. Yeah, I know, absolutely. So, number two for you, Dawn. Right, number two for me. I think we should carry on on the, um, sort of like the hypocrisy yes. line, I think, because there's a bit of a theme mm. going on here. Hypocrite of the week. Yeah, absolutely. It's quite difficult. Well, mine is actually going to be a chap called Philip Allot, who is oh, yeah. police commissioner for North Yorkshire. Now, you mm. might not know who he is, right? Okay. A former Tory MP, so there's the I think I vaguely remember him, isn't it? <laughs> you have. Yeah, he, was, he was elected as our um, uh, police commissioner for North Yorkshire in just May this year, so not that long. And, however, and what does the prey the police commissioner for North Yorkshire actually do? Well, he this one <laughs> makes complete and utter 
plank of himself. Right, well, and of I course. was going to choose another word, yes. but I'm not allowed to because it's a family show. He's a planker. Yeah. He's a complete Total. planker. Um, any case, he, he, he saw fit to comment on the horrific murder of Sarah Everard by mm. a serving Metropolitan Police officer by actually implying that women were somehow responsible. I mean, what? Oh, you can't I mean, have done I mean that. just what? Yes. What did he, did. he actually no, say? He did. he did. He said that women should be more streetwise. Mm, thank right. you. Bearing in mind that Sarah was doing absolutely everything right, and this chap was a such chap. Filth, this right. piece of scum Monster. was a serving, yeah, a serving police mm. officer with a warrant. He said women should be more streetwise and that Sarah should never have submitted to arrest. Then he doubled down by saying perhaps women should learn a bit more about the legal process. Oh. Perhaps he yeah, should learn a bit more about not talking out of his backside. Very I good. tell you what, as a woman, I got very angry about that. How dare he? So you should know a bit more about the law so that you Stop don't get arrested and murdered. and murdered and raped by a police I officer. Yeah. Well, there I you know. go. You must feel so reassured now. I do, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm going to howl the bus as well just I was going to say, happens. that's the other great bit of advice, isn't yeah, it? So if, remember, you see, it's different. if you have any suspicions that the police officer currently questioning you uh, is not, in fact, a kosher, what you should do is put your hand out and call a bus in. Oh, you can't get buses to stop at bloody bus stops. Well, exactly right. And also, how do you do that in handcuffs? Also, how do you do well, it yeah. if there's no bus coming? Yeah. <laughs> also, they said, didn't they say call 999 as well? Which, how would you do that or, in handcuffs? Or and go also, and knock on somebody's door. Call yeah. the police if you don't oh. trust the police. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's just the amount of guff that men have spoken about what happened to Sarah, and I, I just can't even bear thinking about what. Yeah, but I think the trouble is a lot of people are talking a lot of guff about that whole story. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, like everything else in this world, <clears throat> everything has become politicised and you know gender identity. Yeah, and everything but... is about men and women, and it's about a murderer. It's about and a, a horrible and, of and filth. a horrible awful event that happened, which thankfully is very, very rare. But this Met Police advice about calling 999 or flagging down a bus or going to someone's front door, they actually sent a tweet when the sentencing was happening saying, look, we're devastated by this, we're going to come out with a response. Mm. So we all expected, you know, this is how we're going to ensure this will never, mm. ever happen again. Yeah. And then they came <clears throat> out with this advice. Mm. I mean, who is actually running the Met Police to think, yeah, this well, is going to be what dick. people want ah, to hear? Who has exactly a woman. a woman who you would think would what? know better... Uh, in terms of dealing with women's issues. They want reassurance. People want reassurance. They don't want this no. rubbish. Yeah. And you're right. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's overseen the Met Police go through some absolutely horrific scandals, going back to John Charles de Menezes, who was, mm. of course, um, shot in Stockwell Station yeah. uh, after the uh, London bombings, uh, unlawfully shot because he was doing absolutely nothing mm. wrong. And so, I mean, it's a complete and utter mess. Yeah. And this is just... It's not, it's not rocket science, is it? I mean, there are two serving Met Police officers now who are actually swapped some of the vilest messages with this, this filth that took Sarah's mm. life. And they're still serving police officers. Yeah. They're still working in the mayor. Christina, mm. just get rid of them. Well, she's also going to have an inquiry now into oh. whether the police have been doing things the right way. I think I could probably give her an answer for yeah. that yeah. without an inquiry. <laughs> yeah, I, would say, I would say things aren't going too well for you, dear. Yeah, no, no, no. I think you what know? we should do, Michael, we should go away, charge you a fortune, sit there for a year yeah. thinking about right. it, and then go, nah. You're not doing it right. Bye. Yeah, yeah we didn't. We're, we're going to learn some lessons. 
right? Yeah. And we're going to try well, yeah. and we'll, oh, don't forget the recommendations that they won't take on board. Yes. yes. We've got the whole list yeah. of recommendations, yeah. which will inevitably and, come. And, you know, they're going to appoint somebody who's not a police officer from outside the organisation, but you can bet your bottom dollar it'll be some oh. plank from some quango who's already doing nothing <laughs> in another region well, of, hopefully, of the economy. Hopefully, Philip Allen, police commissioner from North Yorkshire, will be doing nothing very soon. But on a, on a little note, he's also got a wife and a daughter, by Has the he? way. Oh, well, let's, yeah. hope, he tells them. I know, yeah. let's hope he gives them a, a copy of the, of the Book of Law. Well, quite. So they can about get Keir, to know it. Keir Starmer's dad being a toolmaker. <laughs> um, uh, this bloke's dad used to um, breed and race donkeys. <laughs> OK. And, and, and Mr. Allen. Who races donkeys? Uh, God only knows. And Mr. Yeah. Mr. Allen has actually written a book about his dad racing donkeys. So Alert's dad produced an absolute ass. Very good. You race donkeys. Who yeah. races donkeys? donkeys? I mean, I've been no, on donkeys. I don't race them. I'm not making it up. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Yorkshire, so Yorkshire lovely, by the way. Lovely, but maybe they, don't have, maybe they didn't have a television. Maybe they can't have a real horse. Maybe they didn't have an alpaca. <laughs> oh, oh, I did the alpaca thing. No. Did you see that they didn't have TB, by the way? So you were wrong about no, that. I they know. should never have shot it. Well, she said it didn't have. No, let's not go down the alpaca no. route, no. No, 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 no. Now, I'm going to go with an entire country for my next play, oh. and it is New Zealand. Because we know how things have not been going very well down in the old Antipodean part of the world. No, they don't. They come from Peru. No, they have been. Well, they have them everywhere. Didn't this one come from New Zealand? They might have done. But it doesn't mean that's where they come from. Well, well travelled than Judith Chalmers. It was the last alpaca into New Zealand before they locked it down. Lucky he got out. Nobody else does, right? How did he manage that? It wasn't really a good move, though, was it, getting out? Should we get off the alpaca bike? Sorry, Mark. I'm not even going to say what I was about to say there because it would probably have uh, resulted in me getting sacked. But. um, (laughs) I know what you're So, New Zealand. (laughs) Never mind. New Zealand, the place where they think they can eradicate COVID, right, Mm. by shutting everything down completely, they've actually said to people, don't talk to your neighbours. They have actually said that. 
she what, said it. you transmitted over the fence. Yes. Yeah. yeah, don't talk to your neighbours because we want you to stop talking to people that you're not living with. They obviously said it in Australia while they were doing it, though. Well, they're quite similar, Worst you know. Yeah. That wasn't a bad accent. Have you heard Jessica? Are you oh, sure it sounds exactly like that. Well, that's because she's got alpaca teeth. Oh, yeah. did Oops. I just say that? Done it again. Are you sure in Australia <laughs> they weren't just criticising neighbours? <laughs> yeah, that's possible. They've also been confused. They also had up. one case, right, and locked down the entire country. Oh, it is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. it's mad. Did you hear about the story, I mean, this is Australia, not New Zealand, where they... They, they were going to pick up these rescue dogs and they just decided to shoot and the whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. just shot the I whole lot. Yeah. An entire uh, sanctuary oh, of rescue dogs. No, I'm not in favour of shooting animals. Hello, I'm you the are. only one that doesn't eat the damn things. You're not the only one. Well, no, no, I'm the only one here. But so you only want to keep them killed for fun then. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's even worse. I just feel like a I just think to donkey racing, to be honest. Now, listen... This is not the reason, however, I'm naming them as Planks of the Week. Oh, okay, the why? Point. I'm really naming them because um, there's a woman called Lisa Carrington, who mm. you may not have heard of. You probably mm. think she was in Dynasty, Dynasty right? yeah. Mm. But no, she was, wasn't. I was perk up when I heard of Carrington. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't into Blake Carrington. What a character. Anyone would think um, gay. I know. So Lisa Carrington, right, uh, is a flatwater canoeist. Right. Now, that's okay. probably harder to do than racing donkeys, I think. I, I suspect um, anything is. She is New Zealand's most successful Olympian, right? Having just Ooh, won a total of five gold medals and one bronze medal, she won three consecutive gold medals in the women's K-1-200 metres at the 200, 2012 Summer Olympics, 2016, 2020. I mean, she's just won loads and loads you know and loads and loads of things. History. And we had the most recent um, Olympics, of course, the 2020 ones, confusingly, in 2021. Yeah. But she won more gold medals. But they recently had a sports personality of the year, Sportswoman of the Year, mm, right? I know where you're going. And she didn't get given it. Do you know why? Because they gave it to Laurel Hubbard. The failed weightlifter? Yes. Mm. Who used to be a man and transitioned to become a That's woman. That's the doesn't, one. Doesn't have a cervix. And so she was named, even though she didn't qualify in the female weightlifting finals... She felt miserably, actually. She won Sportswoman of the Year in New Zealand. Because it, it's just more woke isn't rubbish, that ridiculous, isn't it? it? Isn't that just because ridiculous? But you get awards for that. But don't, they, don't people realise, right? You know, like I am not people anti-people wanting to live their lives as they want. If you Please. are trans, I, I, I couldn't obviously care say good no. luck to you. But don't they realise that when they do these virtue signals and take away from women who have achieved as that can be Lisa has, Carrington, yeah, Lisa Carrington that they're actually going to make people less tolerant mm. of transgender people. Of course they are. And they're going to see that this is happening, and it's going to be about women feeling like they're being sidelined. And, and it was almost like, as well... argument. And it was almost as though the fact that Laurel Hubbard did fail uh, to get anywhere yeah, I mean, was somehow a good thing, yeah. because they could all stand there and go, go, see? See? Yeah. See, she's not any better than no, anybody else. Give you well, I'm sorry, advantage. then why is she qualified? And if that's the not, case, then why is she there? And it is not transphobic to question someone who went through male puberty, their presence, mm. at a female sporting event. No. That's why you need to have these conversations. And it, 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 it is it, it is mind-boggling to me, and it is mind-boggling to me where this debate is going, mm. and it is mind-boggling to me that you are accused of transphobia when you simply have these 
open and honest discussions. And it does go back to the cervix mm. discussion. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, you are transphobic just to, to state in biological facts. Well, what's happening at the moment, and it's interesting, because I've... I, look, I'm not speaking on behalf of women. But I have no problem if it says... Yes, I'm just Who are you speaking on behalf of? There is something he the wants gays. to tell you, by uh, the way. He's speaking on behalf of the gays. <laughs> just the gays. Okay. Um, but no, but I have no problem if, it, if when you're talking about someone with a cervix who needs a medical help in medical intervention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah On the course. NHS website, it states at the moment, um, women and people with a cervix need to have a smear. Now, to me, that's probably the best that's balance fine. of no doing it. No woman has a problem with that. But if you go to then the prostate section of the NHS website, mm. it just, just says men, men yeah. the prostate. It doesn't say men and people, because, of course, if you are a trans woman, mm. you will still have your prostate if mm. you transition to be a man to a woman. So women so are having to compromise their language. Women right? are being... are being, We are being, after centuries of fighting to have our voices heard, we're being silenced. I'm sorry. You can't even say the word like woman that. now. It doesn't feel like you're being silenced, I must say. Mike Graham! I mean, you know, that's all I hear is women's voices all the time. Maybe it's just in my head. Mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear lots of voices in your head, though. <laughs> well, it's true. Especially Anyway, so New Zealand. <laughs> what an absolute collection of planks. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. All yeah. you hear but is you women's can... voices. That's really made me laugh. <laughs> just like, we're trying to have an adult debate about women's voices being amplified. Yeah. And he says it's happening too I much. I hear voices. Well, yeah, it's true. Mm. Anyway, what's your third nomination? Oh, now, I've got a good one. Have you? Now, I wanted to do... I wouldn't say the other two were bad. Well, the, I I the first two were pretty good, wouldn't you? But this is, this is a really right. good one. Yeah. Because I... Do you know, now, I want to tell you some breaking news here, and okay. I know that this is going to surprise da, 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 da. you. Right. I love a musical. No. Do you? I know. Really? I know. It's difficult to believe. I know. It is but I do enjoy mm. a musical. And I was going to nominate Harry and Meghan... Oh, yes. But you being the, the, the queen of everything, Mike, overruled me from doing Well, what that. I said to you was, in order for full disclosure and full transparency, disclosure. which is what we do here at Talk Radio, yes. um, I said, more than likely, Harry and Meghan will be carried over, hmm. which you seem to not quite understand <laughs> yeah, as a concept. Then, this, is, this is backstage <laughs> secrets here. He yeah. then had to explain to him what carrying, what carrying over, over men. Yeah. You know, it's like still you carry one understand. from that column no. and put it in that I still column. Don't understand. Well, anyway, so they will make up the 10th nominee Mm. After the three of us have no nominated... Well, the reason that I nine. was going to have them not be carried over but have them as my nominee yes. was because, obviously, Diana the Musical has now hit the screens on Netflix. Yes. Now, until this happened, I didn't even know they were making it. Oh, yeah, well, it was on Broadway oh, was for it? a while. OK. And then what they did was they went... Uh, and you'd during be an lockdown, expert on this. During lockdown, they filmed uh, one of the productions. Ah, so this uh, is actually a live production. So it was a live production. Okay. They filmed it for Netflix right. with different camera angles so you could get the close-up on the woman that played Camilla. Amazing. And uh, so... Is there anybody we've heard of in this thing? Absolutely no one. No. And, Excellent. But brilliant... Uh, uh, Musical, I think. Really? I absolutely love it. I've got some lyrics well, for you Well, you've here. shown me a clip of it. Yes. Which I have to say, I would not have used the word brilliant to Charles describe. Charles Body Pops. <laughs> which is amazing. No. I mean, I can quite happily admit that I hate musicals yeah. with a passion. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid Although I do I did as take, well. That's homophobic. I did take, well, my, son, I did yeah, take my son is. to Wicked, and we quite enjoyed that. Well, then you do like musicals. No, I don't. I really no. don't. Well, then, but you enjoyed one. I enjoyed that one, but I, as a general rule, I hate musicals. I quite like The Wizard of Oz, but I don't really think of it as well, a musical. That's a musical. Yeah, I know, but I don't think of it as a musical. I, so I, what, I do you like a musical if you don't think of it as a musical, even though it's a musical? Well, um, 
it's really not a musical. It's a it's an iconic film, which is with well, music and singing. With Judy Garland, with Judy Garland. Because you don't call it a musical, doesn't make it not a musical. I like Cabaret actually as well. That's a musical. Yeah. Liza Minogue. You like yeah. musicals? Mike, you're not helping I didn't here. like I mean, Paint Your Wagon. I saw that when I was oh, a kid. OK, we're at Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. No. No. Like Rocky Horror Picture not. Show. No. Mm, not really. No. no. OK, well, anyway, Diana the Musical. Yes. There are some brilliant lyrics it's in it. It's a terrible name as well. Couldn't they have come up with a better name? Diana well, the Musical. I, I'm just rewinding a bit here. I've got an image of you going to Rocky... Um, the, the, the yeah, Horror Picture Show. Rocky yeah. Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Well, you look like you should be in it. In, uh, thank <laughs> you very much, really. <laughs> I'm actually taking that as a compliment. <laughs> I'm taking well, that. Well, I mean, I, I mean, it's a compliment. Uh, it's a compliment. I'd I do. the gay man, that would but be a huge I know, exactly, yeah. But I mean, I... I He's I've coming now out, got, Mike, with all your musical I've got, Yeah. I've got a vision of him in fishnet stockings. No. Yeah. Like mine, like mine, obviously. I've never worn them. I very rarely think of anything else, frankly. I wore tights once, but I was skiing. Did you? Yeah. And how they keep you warm? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was quite a sight, Adult Bowden. How cold was it? Very cold, <laughs> tiny. Uh, anyway, so, anyway, so this is some lyrics from it. Um, Back to the racing donkeys. Uh, because there are, some, <laughs> there are some amazing moments in oh, this musical. Goodness. You know, for instance, yeah. there was the moment where Diana meets AIDS patients who break into song. That sounds oh, hilarious. <laughs> is, there a, is there a section where she's in a minefield as well? Uh, uh, no, but they do reference it, that she goes on and does oh. this minefield. There are some brilliant lyrics, like the thriller in Manila with Camilla, where they all meet at a party and they sing, Nights like this, I envy the poor, their party can't possibly be such a bore. No? No. How about, Harry, my ginger-haired son, you'll always be second to none. Oh, well, I mean, he is second to none, isn't he? Um, That's what they call her. No, uh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Darling, I'm holding our son, so let me say, jolly well done. That comes from Charles. No? Well, anyway, this is Diana Musical. You would like to nominate the writers of that. I think I'd like to nominate Diana Musical just as a thing. The whole thing. No. Not the writers, no. no. The whole thing. Why? Because it's but awful. It's brilliant. It's crap. It's brilliant. It's I rubbish. made my partner sit through it for two hours. He sobbed. He's told me to he stop sobbed. wearing this as well. Was that because you kept punching him? Was that because you kept punching him? You're divorced. You know. Um, no, it's a, it's a hideous idea for one thing, because her memory surely deserves better than to be reminded a of her by that. It's just awful. Ava Perron, she is commemorated with a musical. Well, Ava Perron was a bit different. History. And also, Madonna was in that. Yes. You know, I mean, this is rubbish, isn't it? You've just told me nobody was actually in it that you've heard of. No, but a lot of people in, in, in Broadway and musicals, you haven't actually heard of them. Yeah, because th- they're, they're so they're, they're, they're just brilliant Broadway performers. That doesn't mean you make a film of it, though. So I'm sitting here with a completely straight heterosexual man who professes to loathe musicals mm-hmm. and knows more yeah. about musicals than I've ever known in my entire life. No, because I, of course I know about them because I'm a journalist, and yeah, so there yeah, are many yeah, things yeah, that yeah, I have knowledge you, you, of. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, other musicals yeah, have yeah. you seen? Yeah, go on, uh, <laughs> Well, I've seen The Sound of Music, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Don't do you like that? that? Mm-hmm. No, too many Nazis for my taste. What about Mary Poppins? Mary Poppins, I hate. Why? Because it's awful. Dick Van Dyke is dreadful in it with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. No. No? You don't know Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Hairspray. Have you ever seen Hairspray, the musical? Yeah, I don't like that. Why? Because it's Australian. Well, because it reminds me of looking in the mirror. Hairspray is an Australian. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Oh, yeah, that's quite good. I quite like that. that. Yeah, I didn't mind that. Do you like Priscilla? You like Wizard of Oz? You like Yes, it was. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert was made into a a West End musical. It started off as French in Australia. Wasn't it? It went to the West End. It toured. It came back into the West End as well. Was it Baz Luhrmann? No, no, no. That's Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that either because I don't like what's his face singing. But you do like Cabaret. You I quite like, like Cabaret. It's a good story. Christopher like Richard Wizard of Oz. Well, I like Christopher Richard with the like story. You like Wicked. 
You like hairspray. I like the performance of Wicked. Right? So you like musicals? No, I don't like them. Did you I don't like musicals. You I like musicals. Understand. You've I, just named four I musicals that you some love. musicals, but yeah. generally speaking, I well, hate all musicals. You can't say you don't like the genre. Well, I can, actually. No, you can't. whoever I like. It's my show. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't like okay. musicals. Don't like I you don't you know either. anything about musicals at all. And how you don't You've like musicals. You've never musicals. seen a musical. I... You've never seen one. I'm just one. trying to think. When actually. you edited a national newspaper, you write a column for Woman's Own. You must have some knowledge of musicals. I'm, you... always, I'm always at football. I um. Football. Oh yeah, football's great. Football's really entertaining. Yeah. Okay, well, I wouldn't say. Ent- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say entertaining. Uh, well, well, that's because you're always at bloody you musicals know, instead. Well, I'm uh, no. Very rarely am I at musicals. I Double very rarely musicals. go. Watch them all the Do you know, time. I, lived in, I lived in New York, right, for nearly 10 years. Oh. I only went to Broadway, I think, three times. Was it a chorus line? Oh, I love a chorus no. line. No? I was Macbeth. I went to see with Glenda Macbeth, Jackson. the musical. Macbeth make was not stop. a musical. It was Chris, they can make it a check musical. Check this out, right? Make it <laughs> Christopher Plummer and um, Glenda, Jackson. Glenda Jackson in Macbeth. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what songs they put in I there. once went to see uh, Ivan the Terrible, <laughs> which was terrible, <laughs> at the Lincoln Centre. I went out at half-time, went to the pub. <laughs> It's the interval. That was Even the Bolshoi I know that. ballet. I'll have you know. Do you know? I once watched Gone with the Wind, the musical, which was three and a half oh. hours Oy. long. Jeez! Uh, did you get an intermission? Written by Kirsten. Got an intermission, but I needed a cushion. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy Corbyn. It was weird. As Red uh, Butler. And it was, no, no, no. Do you know who was Red Butler? Darius from Pop no, Idol. No, just joking. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Anyway, we seem to have got off on a musical yes. tangent. Here. Yeah, I thought I was wrong with that. Here's what we're going to do. Right. Here's what we're going to do. All those in favour of nominating Diana the Musical as a plank, raise your hands. Good job. You see? So now it's one of your planks. And you can carry over Harry and Meghan. And if you, you can't like. argue because it's And the charge. reason you wanted to nominate Harry and Meghan anyway was, was to do with hypocrisy. They haven't said anything. They about haven't this said anything because they've got to deal with Netflix. Because they've got to deal with Netflix. Right. One hundred and fifty million dollar deal, and that happens to be the number of reasons why they are not saying anything. I'll tell you what I'd rather do is I'd rather watch Diana the Musical than anything they're going to put out. Well, I would rather watch a Gogglebox version of them watching it. Yeah, that's that what might be I, fun. I would watch that. Now the bad news is because you've been rattling on about musicals for so long, we're nearly out of time. Hello. So hello. Yeah. Hello. Sorry. So, can you give us your third nominee, please, very quickly? Well, short and sweet. You're yeah, very short. Yeah, I won't talk as much as you do. Any case, mine, mine, mine is university. Right. Right? Okay, oh. you might not know this. Um, it's National Teaching Day today. Oh, is it? Yeah, I didn't know it existed. I didn't know that. So, I'm going to nominate St Andrews yes. and Kent universities. I'm very careful how I said that. Very careful. Just very, very yes. careful. Um, who seem to think the most important thing you can teach youngsters is a massive sense of guilt for the colour of their skin in yes. their class. Which is the very which definition of racism. My favourite part about the St Andrews story is that they've redefined the term equality. Yeah. Apparently equality doesn't mean treating everybody no, equally. No, no. Oh, yeah. what does it mean now? It means treating people differently in order to make up for the but disadvantages this is, I, I, of I, I've always got that completely wrong huh? then. But so... I can't treat you the same as I can treat no, 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 Dawn, because that's, that's not equality. That's not equality. Yeah. Stop and, the world. I, want to I mean, dis- really? If you disagree with that, you foul the entrance module. Yeah. I, I, you don't I, even I, get in, in other words. No, no, no. Mm. Well, I think you have to keep taking when it. When you say the entrance module, them. that sounds like I, a euphemism for something. I didn't something. go to university. I don't know what an entrance model actually is. Module. They use the long word that I didn't I think it means you don't get in. I think that's what it means. So you have to basically pretend or say it's, that you're guilty about your race in yeah. order to get yes. accepted at the yes. university. Yes. Yeah. Which is racism. And they, and they say institutions are too left-wing. Yes, yeah. I know. Isn't it shocking? <laughs> so, so, shocking. Andrew, so Andrews actually asked students to agree, to agree, right? You can't disagree. To agree with statements like, acknowledging your personal guilt is a useful start point in overcoming unconscious bias. And you can't pass until How you How can you overcome that. unconscious bias? 
Well, you, you have them against you, musicals. You'll just be worn down. I don't have unconscious bias. I just tick it. I mean, you just go, yeah, fine, whatever. But you know, this is this is the future of our great well, country. No, it's, it's These in... kids who are being taught only think one way. I know. Well, it's ingraining guilt into people mm. that, that that should. I not mean, historically the Catholic feel Church is very good at that. They should just go down there and learn from from them. Yeah. Catholic guilt. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. You've probably it's, got some of that. Haven't you? Like... Oh, I'm not Catholic, aren't you? I've got Greek Orthodox. Greek Orthodox. Oh, well, there you go. That's not as bad. It's not a problem. All right. Anyway, listen. I'm going to go even quicker than that with my final one. It's Facebook, you know, the oh. world's greatest tech company, which apparently is incapable of stopping itself from being offline for six hours. And not just Facebook, Instagram. WhatsApp and Instagram as well. Because I messaged you on all three last night and you ignored me on all yeah, of them. Yeah, well, but I normally do. Why? I normally oh, I do. It, it went down around about four o'clock. It's a bit like a night at your yeah, house. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't come up, back up again until about ten. And um, so... <laughs> Uh, but you would think, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's a long time reading the, through my nose. With all the great big brains that they've got in Sacramento or wherever it is, right? <laughs> you would think that somebody would have been able to go, can you just, like, do that? You know, it's like when we go off air. Yeah. I mean, normally there's a couple of engineers around who could get you back on yeah. air pretty quick. But that's exactly... But I these mean, people couldn't do it for six was hours. Was it a conspiracy? A lot of people are saying... Well, some people think it's the whistleblower. Some people think there's because at the moment... Uh, uh, the, the boss of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, is in front of um, Congress, I think, yeah. giving evidence. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's a strange timing. Has Gavin timing. Williamson got a new job at Facebook? Well, I was wondering if it was something to do with Nick Clegg, you know. What's this button for? Because you know what Nick <laughs> yeah, Clegg's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we've taken us off. taken us off the internet. taken us off the internet. Well done, Nick. Someone did try to explain it last night, yes. what had happened, and it went on longer than used to talking about musicals. Really? Um, and I had not got a clue what they were, were talking about, so I went to bed and did something far more interesting. No. Oh, yeah. oh, what'd you do? Oh, read a book. she was breathing through her nose. I read a book. I read a book. <laughs> I read a book. Not mine. Looks like you've written a book there. I read a book. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll do proper research. I read well, a I have book. An iPad. It was amazing. What sort of book was and, it? Well, it involved rude stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah. In the name of research. Could you not lower the tone, please, Dawn? It, it, was, it involved a bit of bondage. So finally, everybody's shut up and we've got all the nominations. So let's see who's going to win Plank of the Week. Why don't you pick your favourite one of his, and we'll go around that Remind way. Remind me, darling. So uh, okay. tell us your three. It was Sadi Khan for his uh, hypocrisy over everything and taking credit about fuel, um, the fuel, the army going in for fuel. Uh, John Barrowman for thinking it appropriate to get his private parts out at any opportunity just mm. to lighten the mood. And um, the one that I had to nominate <laughs> under duress, which was Diana the Musical. Oh, no brainer, like Diana that. the Musical. It's got to be Diana the Musical, isn't it? <laughs> that, right. is, that is very good. What were good. yours? Uh, well, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to do hers. We'll go around this way. So you do your three now, and I'll pick right. yours. Okay. Oh. See, I did say no. we're going to go that way. No, oh, okay. no, 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 no! You don't get a chance to get me back. Right, mine were yes. Michael, lovely Michael. Thank you. Uh, mine were Kiss Armour. Yes, mm -hmm. which I think is pretty good to be honest with you. Um, Philip Allott, who's the police commissioner for North Yorkshire, yep. and a, a total plank. Him, him. Okay, and uh, um, and universities. Yes, in particular St Andrews and Kent, but I mean it's most of them. Let's yes. be honest. I'm sure they're all doing it. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Philip Allott because I think he is probably yeah. the prize plank, and also yeah. Keir Starmer's in it quite a lot, so he'll yeah. still be in the top ten. Yeah. in any yeah. event. We can carry him over. I'll explain later. Yeah, explain yeah. later yeah, to yeah. him. Draw him a little diagram. Yeah. Like okay. a hangman. <laughs> um, right. Facebook, mm. Insulate Britain, mm. New Zealand. Oh, Insulate Britain. It's got to be. It's got to be. Do you know what? They're racing up the charts because we're compiling Plank of the Year, which I hope both of you might be able to join us Ooh. on uh, this year. Oh, I thought we'd be after this one. Um, and uh, they've now been in it for the last three Are weeks. Are really singing in it? Uh, there might be. There might be. <laughs> we have to write a Plank of the Week musical. Oh, da, 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 da. for God's sake. Anyway, listen, uh, that is, of course, Plank of the Week for this week. So uh, we've got to pick the winner. 
Is it going to be Insulate Britain? Mm. Is it going to be Diana the Musical? It's, or it's, Philip Allen? It's an well, absolute no-brainer. Isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Insulate Diana the Musical. No! <laughs> no! 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 He won't have it. It's, it's got to be. Well, do you know, we could do it. It should be Insulate Britain. Yeah, no, absolutely. But will you, will you be carrying that but over? I'll, but I'll tell you what I will do. I'll give you uh, Diana the Musical's number two. How about that? That's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And then number yeah. three will be Philip Allen. Yeah, fine. So, uh, all right, I don't mind So, well done, Insulate Britain, despite the fact that you've apologised, despite the fact that you may not ever do it ever again because you'll be blocked from doing it by all sorts of laws. Insulate Britain, Plank of the Week. Thank you to Christo. Thank you to Dawn. We'll see you next time. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.